We've got an amazing live panel coming up on Sunday, January 24th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the 826LA spot in Echo Park. We've got Kenya Barris, the creator of Blackish, his co-showrunner, Jonathan Groff, Mike Scully, who has worked on The Simpsons, Parks and Rec, and a million awesome things, and Lilla Zuckerman and Nora Zuckerman, a writing team who have worked on Haven, Suits, and Fringe. This should be a really fun panel. Please join us by finding a link for tickets at writerspanel.tumblr.com or follow me on Twitter at Ben Blacker. I'll be posting the link for tickets constantly. Don't unfollow me. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Writers Panel. I'm Ben Blacker, the creator and moderator of the podcast. I created the show because I wanted to talk to writers about the business and process of writing. I've had more than 400 writers on the show, so go back and check the archives. I'm sure you'll find more creators and more shows that you're interested in. I'm a writer myself, having written with my partner Ben Acker for Supernatural, Puss in Boots, FX's Cassius and Clay, among others. We've also written comics from Marvel, Image, Dynamite, and more. We created a show called The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Maybe you'd like it. Go to thrillingadventurehour.com for more info. Let me know who you want to hear on this podcast by following me on Twitter, at Ben Blacker, like the color, only more so, uh, and follow me on Tumblr at writerspanel.tumblr.com. And if you enjoy the show, please leave a review on iTunes. It always makes me feel good about myself. They write, they talk, and talk about what they write. Tune in tonight, or whenever the time is right, it's the Writer's Panel with Ben Blacker, and it's starting now. Oh, yeah. All right, please give a wild round of applause to the show's creators, Ryan Condal and Carlton Cuse, and our star, Josh Holloway. Welcome, gentlemen. Oh, I'm over here. What's up, y'all? Congratulations, you guys. They love the show, as well they should. Excellent. Right? Thank you, guys. I'm not over-exaggerating. Thank you for watching, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk about, now, Carlton and Josh, you guys go way back. Yes. We do. In time. Yes. <laughs> in several different periods of time. Exactly. Forward um, in time, sideways in time. Uh, tell me how it is working together again. Why was Josh the guy for this role? And Josh, what did you see in the script that you really responded to that you wanted to get involved? Uh, well, when Ryan and I started working on this uh, idea, and as you know, we mentioned when we first came out here, you know how this thing started, and as it became more specific, and as this, and as the storytelling began to focus on a character, we found ourselves. But the character was Will Bowman, but we started saying, and then Josh does this, or then maybe he does, and we had convinced ourselves that Josh was going to play this part, and then I remember Ryan saying to me, well, what if Josh doesn't want to do it? And I'm like, no, uh, it'll be fine. But, uh, but um, we, we really, just right from the get-go, had imagined Josh in this part, and uh, I called him up when the script was done and it happened to be at a very propitious time in Josh's life and lo and behold believe it. Uh, <laughs> he called me in the middle of a heated conversation with the wifey 
who was going, what are you doing on the couch still? Uh, how are you going to keep us in L.A.? And I'm like, I've got a plan. I swear it. Carlton? Hi! So it was a fantastic timing, actually. Um, and I knew this team from uh, a year before they had partnered up and did a, they had done a pilot called The Sixth Gun, which was fantastic which script. Which is based on the comic book, which if you guys haven't read, you should check out. It was a great script. It was great. Great script. It just wasn't, it didn't work out for timing in my life. I couldn't do that then, but I was watching these two and hoping something might come down the, down the line, and sure enough, it did. And uh, I read it. I was, I was hooked immediately. Um, because of the big story, it's big storytelling. They, it's a patient unfolding, and then it goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I mean, you mentioned it's, a big, it's big storytelling, but it's also very small in the moments. Yes. And you, you mentioned your wife, which I think is great, because this is, at its heart, a family show, I feel like. Uh, Ryan, you can kind of speak to it, and I know you guys have mentioned it already, but what was the beginning of this show for you and Carlton? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we were fascinated with this, the, the world of, you know, the idea of telling a modern occupation uh, colonization story, but um, you know, it's 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 television, and I think that you know the very best television shows that I've I've always loved, uh, you know, growing up, are huge huge canvases that tell a small story at the core of it. And you know, what smaller, more intimate story can you get than than the story of the single family trying to survive in this world where the, the rules of society have been totally upended? And I just I just felt you know, right from the beginning um, when we were, you know, talking about the story for the first time that the right way to do this is immerse people into this world, tell the story from this kind of singular point of view of this one family who's probably experiencing some of the same things that a lot of other families in this world are experiencing, and then we can kind of expand the world out from there. It feels like uh, all of you guys are really known for genre shows. Um, and this feels like a genre show only in the same way that, say, Mr. Robot does. It feels like, you know, it's a great companion on USA. How is it to you a genre show? How do you sell this show to people who either love genre or who really want to get invested in the family story? Because I feel like it has both, and, and we just got to tell them the right, the right things. You know, I, for, for me, I love cross-genre storytelling, and I think Lost, you know, for me, was always an action-adventure show that was crossed with a science fiction show. And I think this is a family show crossed with an espionage show with a little dollop of science fiction. And that that's really how Ryan and I thought about it, how we continue to think about it. And, you know, we the, the thing we didn't want to do was an invasion show. We didn't want to do an, another version of Falling Skies. That show already did that well. And we what we really wanted to do was explore what the consequences of this occupation would be particularly, you know, we thought, okay, well, if this, this occupying force is smart, they'll install a human government in the same way kind of that we installed the government in Afghanistan or places like that. And then what are the consequences of um, that? And, you know, there's this incredible... I mean, there's this, this, this tendency of, of people throughout humanity to be very willing to subjugate each to, you know, subjugate other people, and that's that's what this story is about. I mean, almost every country in the world has been either a colony or a colonizer, and um, 
you know, so we thought, well, what if we do that in a modern context? And I think science fiction is always at its best when it sort of shines a mirror back on, on real world problems, situations, moral dilemmas. And that was um, really interesting to us as storytellers. It, yeah, and it, it's fascinating to watch. I mean, I think it has such real-life relevance. You Guys, you're pulling off a metaphor. That's a good job. That's rare in television. <laughs> um, now, you mention human occupiers uh, or the humans in control during this occupation. Can I infer from that that the occupiers are non-human? Um, you can infer whatever you want. Uh, I knew it. Canadians. Canadians, yeah. Canadians. Canadians, yeah. Um, we have, yeah, some people guess that they are aliens. Some people guess that they are time travelers. Some people Ooh. guess that they are Canadians. And it could be any of them. Or something, or something none else. of the above. Yeah, something else. I think that is something I really love about the show is that you don't tell us too much, but I feel like we're in safe hands that we're going to get answers. Yes. <laughs> I, I really do. I really do. I'm I'm sure welcome to my me. world. Yeah, welcome to my world. I go to work like, what am I doing? And uh, I just Josh, trust them. Josh, how is uh, Will like or unlike characters that you've played in the past? We've seen you play these kind of cool, laid-back dudes. We've seen you play some military dudes. How is he like them? And how is he like you, also? Uh... I know, it's a big question. It is. <laughs> well, he's, he's unlike any character I've played before in that, like, for example, Sawyer kind of went from the darkness to the light, uh, if you will. And this guy is, is a stand-up family man. His, his priorities are, are right. Uh, and then he's because of the situation and his priorities and his job in this world as a head of a household is to protect and reunite his family. He's forced into the darkness. Uh, so it's different ends of the spectrum. It's, and in my life, the way it's like me is, uh, yes, I'm sorry, humanity. I'd, I'd change my, I'd fix my family first. I'd have to save them and, and you're next. Uh, so at core, I understand this character and I think it's very timely in my life and in Sarah's life as well. Sarah Wayne Kelly plays my wife. Fan, yeah, you guys she's like awesome. her work? She's awesome, but we actually worked together a decade ago on a little movie, so we knew each other when we had no children. We were just kind of wild and free with our, you know, her her husband's name's Josh, strangely enough. And uh, and so we hung out in that way, and now we meet a decade later, and we're doing this show, but we both have, she has two children and is married still, same person, I'm the same. So we really understood how beautiful and difficult long-term relationship is and how much children raise the stakes in your life and the, and the choices you would make for them that you would never do for yourself. You die first, but... You know, and best of all, they had some immediate and instant chemistry. I mean, they had known each other, and so we had the challenge in the show of basically, and you guys have seen the pilot, of really trying to suggest that these two people had a long and connected relationship that you really felt like you understood why they were married to each other, and that's, that's not 
that's that's not a conceit that you always get given. It really depends on the actors and the chemistry between yeah. them. And so it really helped us because we were able to sort of narratively shorthand, okay, these two people had a really good relationship. And then we start to see the drift that happens as, you know, Josh gets pulled into working for the occupation. And of course, the twist at the end when we see that Sarah is now starting to align herself with the resistance. I'm glad you brought it up. Yes, I, I, I would please urge you all to not give up the twist at the end of the pilot. I mean, it would be really greatly appreciated. Um, you know, we're, we're obviously hiding that and hope that everyone who watches the show when it debuts will get the, um, the enjoyment of, of, of seeing that and not knowing that it's coming. Yeah. So if you, could, if you could kind of keep that under your, uh, your hats, that would be, you know, really greatly appreciated by us. Yeah, I mean, I think all of us are dying to know what happens next. Um, Ryan, for, for you and, and the writers, what has been, what's been the particular joy of this show? What's the fun part of writing this show? Well, for me, I mean, this was my real first experience in in uh, in a ongoing TV show at all. So, you know, as a uh, as a writer, to be able to immerse yourself in in a long form story like this, where you're breaking uh, nine new episodes of a story that uh, you know that I was excited for a year to be able to get into, was was really awesome. And to get to work with uh, in a writer's room for the first time, where you have uh, you know f- uh, four or five other like minded. Uh, people that are also talented writers that uh, that want to tell this story and to be able to not be the guy alone in the echo chamber as I was writing um, you know unproduced features for uh, uh, seven years before this um, the, you know just being able to collaborate with uh, with other writers and uh, and break the story together I mean that was that was really exciting and you know the the pilot from the time that we wrote it until the time that we delivered you know this this cut which we we shot uh, just about a year ago was a year so I got to you know live in this world for a really really long time and think about what's next and what's next so it was this this kind of creative sort of uh, catharsis getting getting into the room because there was all this stuff built up that we were able to then you know realize and and uh, that's just hugely rewarding as a creative person yeah, uh, I'm going to ask these guys one more question, but as I said, I want to make sure we have time for questions from you all. Uh, if you have questions, please come line up at either microphone. I will just ask you guys, what are you fans of? We are all fans of yours. We're here at Comic-Con, which is a celebration of fandom. Uh, what are you fans of? Uh, we'll start with you, Carlton. Um, well, I'm going to say Mr. Robot, and I'm really like... I mean, I, I think it's really one of the most exciting new shows that's uh, that's put on television in a long time, and it's it's great that we have the association with USA together and have gotten to know those guys, and, and Sam is a, is a wonderfully talented creator, and it's an amazing cast, and uh, I'm super excited about where that show's going. Yeah, totally. Josh, what do you what do you love? What are you into? Or what were you into as a kid? Yo Gabba Gabba? Yo guys watch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, there's that. You know, there's a side with my kids. I, I watch all that. But Vikings. I'm into Vikings right now. Ah! Uh, what, tell me, what do you love about Vikings? Um, I'm, I, a, I'm a dude. Come on. It's like uh, blood, guts, and, you know, conquering, and, uh, you know, wenches, and arr, that kind of stuff. So... I like that. I'm sorry. I was made that way. Uh, so I like that. I like The Walking Dead. Uh, um, 
And basically, that's all the time I get in life to watch TV. <laughs> Maybe those are, two those shows. Are good answers. Ryan, what are, what are you celebrating these days? What are you into? Um, well, I, I grew up, my favorite TV show at, uh, when I was younger, uh, this little show called X-Files. Which, uh, which I, I have for three weeks uh, have been uh, bugging uh, our friends at Legendary in USA to please get me into the panel uh, tomorrow, which uh, they graciously did, so I will see you there tomorrow. Um, but uh, that was a you know, formative show for me you know, growing up, and um, actually the very, very first script I ever wrote was, uh, was a very terrible X-Files script. It was so, basically um, fanfic, right? Yes, exa- exactly, exactly. Um, and, uh, but it's all kind of come back around. I'm very excited to see the you know the new show the, the show returning and um, excited to see that and it was just you know that that was a formative kind of thing for me when I was growing up and um, uh, I'm really excited to see it come back. Cool. Yeah, we I think we all are, and it's it's great to hear that the people who make the things that we are fans of are fans themselves of things. That's it's a nice thing, and I'm, I'm glad we can all be at Comic Con for uh, celebrating that. Yes, sir. Let's get the first question right here. Goose, I've been a fan. I've been a fan since uh, Briscoe County Junior. How would you compare, yeah. how would you, uh, compare and contrast uh, Colony to uh, Briscoe County Junior? <laughs> um, okay. No, contrast first. Okay. Uh, no horses. Um, n- no orb. A, um, a more um, well-thought-out mythology. Um, no Bruce Campbell, sadly. Uh, Josh Holloway, yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I think the... I mean, but again, you know, in the kind of, it's the same sort of thing. I mean, I like, as I said, cross-genre storytelling. So that was a Western cross with science fiction. And uh, it was really fun to be able to kind of commingle those two genres. And it was really based on the old sort of serials that used to run in front of movies in the, you know, 40s, 50s. Um, and those Westerns and science fiction were the two most popular genres. So I, I thought, well, what if we stick those together? <laughs> It worked for Firefly later. Did it not? <laughs> I'm unclear. Well, kind of. Um, let's do a reunion. Let's do a Briscoe County reunion sometime. Oh, that would be I'm awesome. I'm pitching it right here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It's done. You heard it here first, Comic-Con. I would... I, would, uh, question, I hear Bruce is around here somewhere, yeah. so... A question right here. that would change things for me because uh, as you saw I'm kind of forced into my job or else they all go to the factory uh, and we're done yeah if I knew she was in the resistance uh, first of all we'd have a discussion uh, heated Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's a whole different scenario. If that happened, I'd have to switch gears altogether and find a way out of there with all of us quickly. And, um, but him being an ex-FBI guy, he's used to bureaucracy, so, so uh, he, he's using everything he can to save his family and to work the system, get his son back, and also find out who his enemy is, you know. So, yeah, that would be a completely different situation. Um, But uh, 
then again, you know, I married a little rebel myself, so there's a little respect there as well, and that's kind of where I lean too. If I wasn't forced, otherwise, it's a it's a great complicated relationship that's it been is. set it's, up. It's, it's going to be really cool to see it unfold. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Uh, question right here. Thank you. Yes, uh, Will and his son are separated. Um, I was wondering how quickly those walls went up because it seems like with the character's background that he should have been able to somehow sneak in and maybe attempt to get his son earlier before they were constructed. <laughs> I'll, I'll take this one. I'll take Ben. Ben? Really quickly. Really quickly. It's something we're going to explore in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's an excellent answer, Ben. Uh, no, we'll, we'll actually get a lot more into into that and the um, circumstances following the arrival, but it was... Uh, it was uh, it was the Blitzkrieg, and it was uh, it was very chaotic. And and uh, at the time, uh, the there were a lot of other concerns. Uh, you know, right immediately in front of them, survival, uh, getting to ground. Uh, they were killing everybody that was anybody like uh, Will. So there there was immediate things in front of them. And then also the the walls uh, did uh, did appear okay. very okay. quickly. I know. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot better than hiring a contractor in your house. They actually did their work very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Their union. I would hope. I would hope. Um, you know, you say arrival. I imagine a lot of people are thinking, oh, arrival from the sky, arrival from Canada. I want to posit this. From the ocean. Is it Vikings? <laughs> Maybe. We can confirm right here and right now for the first time ever that it is not Vikings. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I'm sorry. I thought you'd get to fight a Viking. <laughs> yes, we're over here. We told, we told Josh it was Vikings. Oh, Don't sorry. tell him. My question is for Carlton and Josh, um, working on the loft, how do you plan to work in, in Hawaii compared to L.A. and producing, I guess Carlton was in L.A., um, but how do you find the differences producing and acting in the two shows, Lost Yes, I'm, I was basically in Los Angeles. I made 31 trips over six years to Hawaii, but uh, I was based in Los Angeles. And uh, I mean, it was very, it was, it was kind of wild because it's the first time in a really long time that we actually, I've, I've had my offices or our offices next to where we're shooting. And so Josh was working literally right across the alley on the Radford studio lot in Los Angeles in a soundstage. And it was, it was really kind of fun to be able yeah. to, you know, see each other virtually daily. Um, now he can hear me cussing. I'm like, <laughs> damn it, Carlton. Oh, he's over there. No, uh, it's also, it's, it's amazing in that, in L.A., you have an amazing pool of talent to pull from. Uh, so you get these guest stars uh, that are accessible that were harder to get uh, out there. And also you, you have, if you need to make an adjustment as an actor, like a, a little line adjustment just for rhythm or something, you don't have to get on the phone and wait and wait and try to get in touch with a writer back in L.A. There wasn't a lot of waiting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's the time zone. There was not it's a lot of changing. We didn't change much. <laughs> um, and we don't change much here. But it helps having writers there because they can really help you uh, through those bumps, artistic bumps. Uh, All right, we, we have time for just a couple more questions. So, yes, right here, sir. Hi, Josh. I can't help but start off by saying a huge fan of the Thank you, bro. And my question was very similar to this. Uh, 
I'll change it a little bit. So what would be your favorite difference when it comes to making a colony compared to moss? And we'll start with Ryan. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's one. <laughs> um, wow. That's that's uh, it must be exciting to work with a whole new group of people. Well, there's that. There's a whole did. new group of people. Also, it's a different position. Now I understand, uh, say, Matthew Fox, he had, to, he had to tow the rope, you know. He had, I'd read a law script and go, whoo, glad I'm not dude. Don't want to have to cry and all that shit, you know. I could just slide in as Sawyer, say some cool shit, and whoo, I'm out of this is different. You have to you have to carry that emotional burden and and drive the story and be you know the leader of the, of the show. So that is a, a major difference and uh, one I'm ready for now in this point in my life. So yeah, that's that's the difference. That's great. Uh, we have time for one more question right here. Um, so my question is: Is colony told from a perspective where we're supposed to think of colonization as a totally bad thing? And do you think that that is in a greater context that colonization itself is a bad thing? This is a great heady question wow. to end with. <laughs> no, it's great. It's awesome. You know what? I'm, I'm going to actually write a PhD dissertation on that. Um, but if I, if, if I may summarize <laughs> in the... Uh, uh, I, that is a great question, and it, it's something that we very consciously explore over the course of the first season of the show. And one of the things that Ryan and I talked a lot about was not making everything black and white. And so one of the reasons we wanted to shoot in Los Angeles was, you know, it's, it's sort of beautiful. It's not dystopic. Um, there's really kind of some good things about colonization. There's order. You can take a bus all the way across L.A. in like seven minutes. Um, wow. There's a... <laughs> Uh, you know, so the the are you saying the trains run on time? The, the trains run on time, and uh, you know, so the and and the, the it helps you forget about all the mass murder. But but the the kind of fundamental notion of if you were in a position and you were trying to govern a group of people to maintain authority and control, how much oppression? does that require is a fundamental question that is explored in the first season of the show. Okay. That's really interesting. It's, I, will say, I will add this. It's, it's really refreshing and exciting to see a show that is about something. Honestly. I mean, that's why I love that question. And I had an experience actually on that in Prague when I was doing Mission Impossible and I was speaking with someone there and they were telling us about that. They used to be behind the Iron Curtain and how it was a lot of order. Everyone had a job. There was no crime. And how the young people didn't like that, but the older generation had a really hard time with, with capitalism. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, when you look at the house at the beginning, you don't have any idea that there's this topia. And so right. it's like maybe I'm missing yeah. something. Watch the show. It's going to be explored. It's going to be great. Um, now, before we go, I've already asked you guys to follow at Colony USA on Twitter. Uh, Ryan, you are on Twitter. I am. At Wrath of Condal. Yes. At it's Wrath. a reference. Yeah. Con. And of course... Oh, Josh. Huh? Are you on, are you on Twitter? Uh, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> As of right now. Let's do it. Josh, yeah. Josh just joined Twitter, and so if you guys are up for it, Josh wants to put you all in his Come on. Can we bring post. the house lights up a if little bit? they're going to force so me to do that, you're doing it Josh can me. take yeah? a photo. Come on. Let's do it. Ryan, are you taking this photo? My first tweet. Here is this your first tweet? It, well, like the official kind of, yeah. Very exciting. Well, all right. Should I get down so they can get in there? Yeah, so we're actually, we're actually going to do a, guys, we're going to do a video. So I want everybody to, uh, to yell, uh, welcome Josh, uh, when I give you the thumbs up. And we're going to get a video posted on Twitter of all that. Do you want to do a countdown? Yes. All right. Oh, wow. You tell me when All right, ready. y'all. I'll pay you later. Make me look good, okay? You ready? Face me, please. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. I think, I, apparently, Ryan really wants to be directing Colony. <laughs> hey, camera. A camera. A camera. Season Copy two, that. On, on three, two, one, welcome, Josh. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> there you have it, my one and only tweet. <laughs> Thank you guys all so much. Please give a round of applause. Josh Holloway, Ryan Condal, Carlton Cuse. Hey. And thank you to Ben for being an awesome host. My pleasure. Check out Colony in January. Now leaving Nerdist.com.